The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey, everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. Listen, food brings out the passion in people, so let's talk about food together. Common Ground Minnesota is an online resource for you to do that, and it's 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 run by volunteer women farmers from Minnesota of all walks. We're talking big farms, small farms. We're talking dairy. We're talking produce. These women in agriculture are growing and raising the food that we all eat. We love to have a chat with them about what it, what it means to be sustainable and what does it mean when they're using pesticides and why are they doing it. All of this is available at Common Ground Minnesota website. It's commongroundminnesota.com. And then on that new website, you guys, there are videos, there's you know FAQs, there's topics, there's a great blog, all sorts of things, and recipes. And farm dogs, too, by the way. So there you go. Commongroundminnesota.com is your great resource for everything food and families and farms. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us this uh, Sunday. It's not Sunday, it is Saturday. <laughs> Be aware it is Saturday. Uh, I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese this weekend. Good morning. Having so much fun. I love hanging out with you. It's so good, and I'm so glad we're catching up. Me too. Um, it's a re- I'm going to give you the weather report quickly because I haven't really, but it's spectacular outside. Yes. I mean, basically, I'm. The humidity is supposed to be gone for the weekend, I'm hoping. It is going to get hot again tomorrow, but if, without the humidity, I'm fine. It's totally fine. Fine. Yeah. Like, get in the shade, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it was not okay when it was 95 and just oppressive. And you had humid. to, like, move the air with your hand to, in order to st- take a yeah. step. <laughs> yes. I felt like I had to do that. Yes. And your hair felt like it weighed a 1,000 pounds. I know. It was gross. Yeah. But guess what time it is right now? It's time for Top 2 Number 2. Give him the old one time. One, two, one, two. And now, the weekly presents top two top two the top two pick your best two in our two all right give me two with it all right so this is the time you guys where we talk about a couple of things that we're excited about that's on the top of our mind and so or that we're just loving so you go ahead what's your first one okay i love a pasta anytime i always love pasta i especially love like spring summer pastas where you just take a whole bunch of vegetables herbs lemon whatever And then add it in with pasta. Yes. And just crush it. It makes me very happy. And so I've been buying lately um, Sunrise Flour Mills pasta. Oh. Have you tried their pasta? Where are you finding this? I order it online. So I order it from them. You can go there. They're at the Mill City Farmer's Market. So I'm sure that they have it. Or they have been in the past. Yeah. I should double check to make sure they're there That's usually where they are. Right. Yeah. That's always, that's where I discovered them. Sunrise Flour Mill is so 
good. I use their uh, their flowers all the time. And I just started buying the pasta because my sister said it's so phenomenal. So um, they use heritage wheat. So they use this turkey red wheat. Yes. And so basically their whole deal, and they've been talking about this for years, is that people who are gluten sensitive can usually do really well with their products. Yeah. Um, because they're made with a heritage wheat that hasn't been modernized and isn't as high in gluten. So they make pasta out of them. They make a fusilli, a radiatori, and a rigatoni. And oh. the pastas are Fabulous. So this is a dried pasta in a bag. It's that a you're dried like pasta. A pound of yep. or something. Yeah, okay. you get a pound. Um, it's ten dollars. Now they you have to pay for shipping through them. Um, so I tend to try to like order a big order, you know, of a bunch of stuff at a time. Yeah, and get it. But they have fabulous flowers. So I use their bread flour, their white flour, their rye, all of that. But I'm so into these pastas. They're just delicious. They have flavor. Um, they sit really well with me. They're not. Um, gummy yes and they're not heavy even though they're made out of a whole grain it's terrific okay get in on it i've ordered all three of them like all three of the shapes yeah and they um and i've loved every single one so just choose what you like the best but it's got also they use those old school bronze dies Yes. Like they use the in die cuts. whenever you're getting pasta, like, you know, good pasta imported from Italy generally yes. uses this too. So they, the pasta has like a little bit of a roughness to it, oh. which allows sauce to stick to it instead of just sliding right off. Like okay. a really overly mechanized pasta. See, that's the thing. That's, that's totally, that, that's like, we're so used to, I think, you know, basically not having great pastas, like. Yeah. I think that it's the, when you buy some stuff, you just kind of go, oh, well. It's just pasta. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, but pasta should not be No, you so shouldn't processed. settle It should it. be a good thing. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you, because it's really funny you picked that, because my first one is an Instagram account that I found and then coincided with an entire uh, club, but it's called the Pasta Social Club. Oh, great. I know. I would like to be part of this club. You need to join this club. Do it's I get a on card? Instagram, Pasta Social Club, and it's a community, but it's basically Meryl Feinstein is, she's got, you know, kind of like, you know, the, the collection, Austin, Texas. Um, the pictures on the Instagram are spectacular, and it's about making pasta. You know, it's about, it's about like learning how to make but I mean, like, it's not just normal. It's just kind of like walking you through these great ideas of like, hello, crispy lemon poppy seed ravioli. Yeah. Hello. And they're beautiful and they're easy. Like, here's the thing. This last during the pandemic, I would tell you that I may have just not. I mean, like, I may have dumplinged like crazy. Yeah. And, you know, ravioli and everything. Those are just dumplings, you I know. know? So I have sort of mastered my own pasta dough, but I know that I'm not done. And so the idea was like, okay, now this next winter, I'm going to really kind of up my game, but I need some inspiration. And I mean, this idea, all of this kind of wonderful things that they've got on here from... Oh, here's a golden saffron pasta. I know. Look at this butter poached halibut sachetti with pickled cabbage and chives. It's just like these little purses and pockets and they've got nudie, the spinach and chard nudie, which are like those ricotta gnocchi. Yeah. That I love. Agnolotti. Like all these kind of things are like, how do you make them? And I guarantee you, you can use the sunrise flower yeah. while you're making this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, like she's got a little tutorial on potato gnocchi, which I, this is a weird thing about gnocchi. I used to make great gnocchi. And then all of a sudden I unlearned it and I fail all the time. So I just need to kind of focus a little bit more. But okay. Anyway. That's really good. This is really, these are really good. Um, this is just good inspiration too. Yeah. 
And that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I think I got really into, you know, raviolis and things like making, you know, bigger ones, like with the egg in it. That's like all I'm just trying to do. So, Mm -hmm. so anyway, pasta social club. I'm all about that. Get on it. Very good. And they, she does have a book coming out. I feel like, I feel like she has a book. There is a book coming out, um, this fall. So. I'll see if I can't get her on. Maybe yeah, that'd be great. On. I'm sure you could. I know. Okay, what's your second one? Okay, so the second thing is this peanut sauce that I've been making now obsessively for several months. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I post about it ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize, but no, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Um. So the recipe is from Pinch of Yum, which is of course a fantastic uh, Minnesota-based food blog that has millions of followers. Yes, she's. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay is amazing. And so um, the recipe is called the very best peanut sauce. It is so easy. And I blitz it up in either my blender or my food processor. And then I keep it in in a big jar in the fridge. And then I just put it on all sorts of things. Like I dip raw vegetables into it. I make a rice bowl. I make a noodle bowl. And um, it is so good. Oof. I, I'm just so looking good. at it right now going, oh, I kind of, I, the idea of having it on with just some quick veg and some rice. It's That's all you need in life. Yeah. And it's just peanut butter, soy sauce, sesame oil, rice vinegar. You use a chili paste. Oh, um, I can easily make this like. This you have everything right now. Car. A little bit of sweetener, ginger, garlic, and water. Yeah. And the one trick that I found is I use hot water. So I use a quarter, it's a quarter cup of water and I use hot instead of room temp because then I just feel it's like easier to blend yeah and then I kind of like it warm on something but then I store it in the fridge and I've been posting about this and I've had so many people message me and be like this changed my life I keep this in the fridge and then I always have something to eat honestly mm-hmm. I li- I'm literally thinking honestly of making it so one of the things that the guy I'm doing the pork like I said but I'm yeah. doing pork three ways now of course so I'm doing you can either make there's a, just a massive pile of pork and then you can either make your barbecue sandwich over here or you can make your taco situation over here and now I'm doing or you can make your rice bowl oh my gosh you gotta make this peanut sauce I'm gonna make this peanut sauce and let it sit on the side because yes. it doesn't have to be like hot or anything no and then everybody can just drizzle it on yeah right on a rice bowl with some pork and a little bit of like uh, yeah nori. and honestly when I'm hungry and trying to decide what to eat I just take carrots and dip them in the peanut sauce <laughs> and then just eat them and then I then I'm like okay while I'm deciding what I'm actually going to eat I'll do this yes no I love this <laughs> Okay, and our last uh, top two an hour two. Yeah. It's kind something. of a co to... It's a co. It's a co. Yeah, talk about it, Steph. So, the dripping root. I've talked about Katisha Pearson and, you know, what she accomplished, you know, opening the dripping root, which is a juice bar in South Minneapolis. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the first black-owned juice bar. And nonetheless, she just opened, like, on May 29th with her grand opening. This woman has worked so hard. And really just sort of put together a beautiful space. And she's got great juice. Unfortunately, she was broken into. Isn't that and ridiculous? It's, it's just it's just sad and just kind of depressing. But yet her whole vibe is about how when you glow better, you, you, you know, you do better. And her thing about juices and putting good things into your body, that's a mission for her. Yeah, it is. And it's a wonderful thing. And I love her. I love her energy and her mom and everything else. And so, I mean, on, and here's the bonus. I really like the juices. I like the juices too. I bought the drip jug, which is a ginger and lemon like oh, concentrate basically. Yes. And I've been making Jay take shots of it with me and yes. it is powerful. And then you can also add it into water. And I got an acai. I went last weekend cause it's yeah. right. It's very close to my house. And, um, and then I got an acai bowl that was just f- so filling. Yes. It was like just this delicious 
thing that made me feel so good. Um, and I met Katisha and her mom, Andrea, and just had such a nice time in there. And it's darling. It's so cute. It's really well done. It's right on Minnehaha in South Minneapolis. Yeah. And it's kind of off of it's Longfellow kind of ish. And the I guys guess. who broke into her place, like, you're the worst. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that just is it's unconscionable. It, and I just so if you want to go support Katisha, help her out by buying a lot of juice. You know what I mean? Like that's just one of those great things that we can do and support her as a small business. And, and they're really good and juices. And again, make yourself feel better mm-hmm. because of the juice. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to kind of drill down into meats, cooking meats, buying meats, talking about meats, all the meats. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Hornitos. By now you've heard about the crazy real estate market and how homes are going for multiple offers. Well, friends, if you're thinking about selling, call Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty and get started so that you can take advantage of getting top dollar for your home. This is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and I bought and sold a home last year with the incredible team of Carrie Elkst and Sue Durfee from Lakes Area Realty. The market moves really fast, and Sue and Carrie were able to help me get my home ready and on the market in three days. They even helped me hire a cleaner and a painter to make those finishing touches that can get you top dollar for your home. Carrie and Sue offer a free staging service where a professional stager comes into your home and tells you what pictures to take down, what furniture to move to the garage, all to get you top dollar for your home in this crazy market that doesn't seem nearly as crazy when you work with experienced people that listen to you and help you get your place ready to sell. Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty are not a large team. Each time you go through a home, you deal with them directly. I had a great experience, so find Carrie Elks, C-A-R-R-I-E, and Sue Durfee at CarrieandSue.com if you're buying or selling a house. That's Carrie and Sue at CarrieandSue.com from Lakes Area Realty. I just love Olivia Rodrigo and I kind of just want her to keep singing. So, I don't know. I'm into that. I love that. Good stuff. It's good stuff, right? I know. I agree. Okay. So, this is the Weekly Dish and this is Elizabeth Reese and this is Stephanie March. Good morning. Good morning. And all the good things for the next hour or the next 40 minutes. Sorry. That's true. We burned through 15 of them already, guys. We did. A little bit. Um, guess what? Okay, so it's going to be Father's Day coming up. Yeah, it's not this weekend. It's next weekend. It's next weekend. So Don't you have panic. time. Maybe you're thinking about it. Now, Weekly Dishers know that I am a little, I'm always a little bit, you know, s- s- bitter about Father's Day because I feel like they get all the things that I want on Mother's Day. Yeah. Like, I get, you know, we're like brunched and like, here's flowers. I'm like, no, no, I want the fired meats and I want the whiskey. I know, so. I know, I know. And Jay gets to golf on the weekend. I, right. <laughs> I'm just, I don't understand. What do you do for the Father's Day? What do you, what's your kind of, what's your plan for um, the day? I mean, he really golfs and that's it. And like, that's it. That's and then he, he gets to do that. Okay. And we have three little kids. And so I just feel like if you're going to go golf, then that's, that's your, that's your gift. <laughs> You've already checked off the box. <laughs> it. It's done. I'm going to plan like a little date night thing for us for, you know, and, and give him a little card that says this is what we're going to do. But um, other th- than that, and, and then I'm sure we'll we'll toss something on the grill. Right. We'll get some kind of plan, but he'll kind of plan it. Well, so that's the funnier thing. of That's the other funny thing is like Mother's Day. It's like, let's take mom out. Like, let's take her to brunch. Let's, you know, do this. For Father's Day, it seems like let's get dad some meat so he can cook for us. Yeah, I know. And I think that's great. I know. I'm all for it. This is a wonderful, this is the way that it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And so I was thinking about it in terms of like getting people, you know, in that meaty mode. And maybe maybe if you want to, since you're making your dad or your husband cook for the family, why not help by maybe just like like finding the best place to get the meats, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. So, or you go pick it up. Go yeah, pick up go a big like, cut that you want him to make. Exactly. Or say like, here's here's some options. Do you want me to get steak? Are you feeling this? I'll go get it. Or, But I also think there's some places that you might want, you know, he may want to go. 
Um, I, I tend to think that Lowry Hill Meats is one of my favorites. And I know I talk about them a lot, but I got to tell you, it's because they are so open to chatting you up yeah. about what you're buying and what you need and what you're looking for. Yep. And I feel like a lot of, you know, places like butcher shops and everything else, you get that transaction. Like, they're like, what do you want? And you're like, um, I guess I want that ribeye. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. And they package it up and then you're gone. Yeah. Where these guys, you know, and I know that they're not necessarily, they're working on getting open fully. I think they're still doing curbside. But that doesn't mean they won't spend a little time on the phone with you, mm-hmm. by the way. And it's because they've all been chefs. Eric Sather, the owner, you know, used to be the chef at Barla Grossa many years ago. And many other places. But it's like they have that kitchen mentality. They have that chef inspiration and creativity, but they have the technique. Yeah. So when you say, what do I do about this giant fat thing? And they're like, the fat cap? Let me tell you about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I love about them. Do you have a favorite butcher shop? Um, yeah, we like the St. Paul meat shop. Okay, good. A lot. Totally. We like that. Um, so we'll run over there and get meat. And then, you know, we do a lot of buying meat in bulk. So, you know, we buy a lot from farmers and then we have it and then we just have it in the fridge or in the freezer ready to go. So I've kind of been doing this eat the freezer challenge. Oh, you and Hanson. Yeah. Where I've been trying to get rid of all of our meat because I will end up finding. I mean, Stephanie, I found (laughs) I found shredded zucchini in the freezer from 2015 sure. that I moved. Uh, this is not surprising. From my old house. No, you moved it. That's it, amazing. I moved it in the freezer because I just had the freezer moved because we only moved a mile away. Right. So I just had them move the actual freezer right. with everything in it. That makes sense. And so there was zucchini in it. So I've been trying to do that. So we try to get, you know, get through a lot of things. One thing, um, I have a ham in the freezer from our last pig. Yeah. And we did a double smoked ham for Easter and it was so great. So it's already a smoked ham, and then Jay just smoked it again on the egg Ugh. to heat it up, and then did like some glazy business on it. Yes. Um, if you look up double smoked ham, you'll find some ideas and techniques, and it turned out so delicious. And so I kind of want to do that again because we have it, and then we can do really good ham sandwiches, and um, and just and it's always good to have ham in the fridge. You oh, just open the fridge and you eat it. I know. I you put mustard on it. When we did the half hog from uh, Nettle Valley, I was always like, oh, we're just going to have pork. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and yeah. that to me is like, I think that that is to me, the central meat for me. For sure. As a Minnesotan, I think that's appropriate too. I totally agree. Speaking or doing that, like a big brisket or something would be fun too. Yeah, I do too. Right. Okay. So, but if you are, I mean, you're kind of late on this one, but you can definitely, you know, think about this as a gift for the future, but Weicker Acres, I know I've talked about them before, but I got to re-up my love for them. The heritage breed pork and beef pasture raised in northern Minnesota. They have free local delivery in the Twin Cities. And so I'm telling you that their their pork and their meats and, the, and their little like the barbecue boxes that they put together, they have uh, their Father's Day barbecue box, which I think it might already be. I'm not sure if you can. T- I think you have until maybe Sunday. Oh, it looks Cut off for delivery dates will be Sunday, six thirteen. So just okay. know this. But it's got forty day dry rig- forty day dry aged ribeyes, a very special pork roast, bacon burgers, and the new Farmer Sarah butcher soap, which is fun. Oh, fun! But I mean, this is what di- and it's all Minnesota raised, and they've got all such great things. And if that's you missed this one, guess what? They have a ton more, and they have. I think that's the thing is like I want if I'm going to get it, I want to get it from them. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. then you get it, and you have. Um, and then it's a gift for you, too. Yeah, I know. This is where that comes down, where it's like, you know, you're uh, if you get someone a meat for a present, then they likely will help you enjoy yes. your night. <laughs> it's always fun to do, too, like the spice rubs and things yes. like that. Um, y- there's so many good local ones. We're also really into the bearded butchers. Oh. 
So that's another one. That's one that Jay found. That's like his go-to house rub on anything. And um, these guys have all sorts of good stuff. And he found them on, you know, YouTube or whatever when he was watching all these videos. Yes. Um, so they have they have seasoning blends and they're really clean. Like, you know, so you got to some seasoning blends have some scary stuff in it. So you want to get one, I think, that just is like... What's it called? The Bearded Butchers? Bearded Butcher. Yep. So beardedbutchers.com is their website. Okay. And we have... Um, Jay bought a massive bucket of the original. I mean, that's how oh, much we love wow. it. And then we also have the hot. So he'll do pork chops a lot on the green egg. And, we, and he always does a reverse sear. And so he likes to put... We do a couple chops that are hot for me and for him, and then we do the regular on the kids. Yes. Um, but I've been doing that original seasoning on... All sorts of meats. Oof. Chicken, pork. I used that on the um, pork tenderloin that I did in the air fryer. Yeah. And it was outstanding. Did I you, do it on a, on, I, I do like a spatchcock chicken in the oven and I just use this seasoning too. That's what I was going to say. Have you done, I know that you said you love a spatchcock chicken and yes. everybody's sort of like into that right now. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been doing, when I make a spatchcock chicken, you know, it's just, it just has the backbone cut out yep. and then it's pressed down. So when you cook it on a sheet pan, it's going to be, you do it on a jelly roll pan and it's, it only takes, you know, 45 minutes. It right. doesn't take as long as like roasting a chicken and you get much more consistent cooking with the dark meat and the light meat Yeah, and you get a lot of crispy skin. So I've also been putting it on a jelly roll pan and then putting it in the fridge all day to dry out yes. and then seasoning olive oil, throw it in the oven or on a grill. I love this. And you're good to go. You're good to go. We're going to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about dad day deals, meat, and cooking meats. <laughs> we'll be right back. This <laughs> is the Weekly Dish. Hello, Weekly Dishers. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Elizabeth Reese is on the line today. Well, good morning. And we are sort of chatting up. I think we're talking about cooking meats and grilling and everything else because it's a Father's Day thing. Now, have you ever done a... Uh, a box, like a grill box from somewhere over this past year. But I love that idea. Yeah. This is what I'm hoping that those grill boxes don't go away, Mm -hmm. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, you know, with with the opening of restaurants and everything else, that is one of the things that, you know, will probably... will probably at least, you know, be only special occasion where instead of just being, you know... Yeah, it settles down a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like, so Alma has a mixed grill package on sale now at Alma Minneapolis. And 
you know, it's like it's got Peterson Craft Meats, which is a wonderful local farm. Um, smoked pork shoulder, New York strip steak, house fresh garlic sausage, marinated quail, seasoned vegetables, all that kind of stuff. Wow. I know, right? Very good. I know. So I'm, and that's like one of those things that that is on sale now at Alma Minneapolis, um, almampls.com. And I just, there's like, that's the kind of thing where I think if you're thinking about getting, you know, meat for someone, might as well let the pros pick it out. Yeah, no kidding. You know? And you get that box, and then you kind of have all the different things to play around with. Well, and this one, this grill package, by the way, includes sweet pepper skewers, spicy herb sauce, tahini ginger sauce, Yum. red potato salad, and chocolate stout cake. Whoa. Dang. It's 179 bucks, but it feeds four, and it's got in step-by-step grilling, reheating, and serving instructions. So That's great. I know. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, I like it very much. I like that idea of having... Kind of that little combo platter of goodness. Yeah. Is there um, is there anything else? Like, is there anything that you, like, think of as Father's Day, like, for your dad? Do you guys have anything special that you do, like, as far as cooking meats or anything? We do. Um, you know, a lot of times for Father's Day, my dad has made his own ribs. Okay. This is, like, what happens. And my right. dad's ribs are um, famous in our house. He's actually made them on Twin Cities Live before. Really? Yeah. So I can, um, we can post the link to watch it and to watch and to get the recipe if you'd like. Yeah. Um, But he does like a low, he does them in an oven, super low, and then he just lets them sit and then he does, uh, just fires them on the Weber grill at the end to just like crisp it up. And they're so delicious. So a lot of times we'll do that and we'll do like a little Father's Day thing for him there. And then my dad has really gotten into cooking. So he's not listening so I can say this. You can say this. So we're getting him um, a couple cookbooks. Like we're getting him the Defined Dish cookbook, which is a cookbook that we're all really into, my sisters and I. Okay. Um, And it's Alex Snodgrass is a blogger. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really good, simple cookbook again it's called the defined dish and she's based in austin so it has a lot of you know there's like some tex-mex flavors going on in there and then there's also some asian stuff but it's really simple and um not overwhelming and kind of clean yeah clean mexican inspired chopped salad blackened scallops with dairy-free cream spinach yes so if you have any dietary restrictions, it's really helpful, but you don't have to ha- have them. Right. And um, and they're quick recipes. So we're going to get him that book. And I think that there were a couple of others on the list. Oh, I think we're going to get him Samine um, Nostrat's book, oh, too. Oh, get that one. The salt, yeah, fat, salt, fat, acid, acid heat. heat. Yes. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this will be interesting because I think that... So I want to do... Have you heard about Jay Morton's, the meat shop in Edina? No. So Jay Morton's was a, uh, a little meat shop up in Hugo, Minnesota, right? And I started seeing them on Instagram a while, like a year or so ago. And I was kind of like, what? They have got Australian Wagyu? Like, they're, like they have this, they kept just posting these marbled meats that were just like killing me. And um, I basically went up there and I interviewed them and I wrote a blog about them. And they said, hey, guess what? We're moving to Edina. We're opening a shop in Edina. So now they are now open. They opened in March at Edina and like 50th in France. And it's in that old caribou that was in the same. um, It's in that old caribou that's kind of by the Walgreens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what they got there. So they're Jay Morton's. And if you look at them on Instagram, they are. If you want to get your dad the best possible beef on the planet, (laughs) they've got Japanese and Australian Wagyu cuts that are outstanding and i mean like these are beautifully marbled and cared for you know animals that are just that has this that are massaged and drunk yes and there's (laughs) just like the level 
of meat. And of course, I've, you know, when I ate the stuff in Japan, you know, it wasn't Wagyu because it wasn't at that prefecture. It was called something else. And I will butcher it if I say it. I think it was the Matsusake. But it was... um it was the same idea, and it was the same type of cattle. And so like, that's why when you get American Wagyu, it's definitely also a different you know, situation. But he's bringing this stuff in from other places. And it literally will be the best, most luscious piece of steak you've ever eaten. Oh, yummy. I know. So I had to shout that out. Because yeah, that sounds great. I feel like not a lot of people know that they're there either. You know, And they do dry age, and they have Duroc pork, and they have other sorts of really great heritage breed stuff that they bring in, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, you kind of got to... Go and, and check them out, I think. That's a great idea. And speaking of pork, I just think nothing beats a thick-cut pork chop. Doesn't it? I mean, honestly. And just cook it to 145. You actually cook yeah. it to 140 and take it off. Oh, please do not overcook your pork Don't anymore. get crazy. No. You don't need to. You don't need to. We okay. just had pork week on Twin Cities Live. We ate so much good pork. It was Did really, you really delicious. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was. We were all about the pork. Okay, so here I'm going to ask you this question. Are you... Because I think there's some people who are like, maybe they've done... They're done with the meats, but they still want to do the proteins, like the seafood situation. Mm. Have you done a lot of seafood on your grill or smoking or anything like that? No, not on the grill. Although my neighbor just did salmon on his grill the other a couple weeks ago, and we kind of did like a potluck deal, and we brought a chicken over, and they made salmon, and it was so good. And he did it low and slow yes. on the grill, and that's his trick. And he always goes to Coastal Seafoods. This is what I was going to say. Yep, and he gets uh, whatever kind of salmon looks great, and he likes to do... He's like a real salmon aficionado. Like, he really likes to cook it. And so, he does it on their grill, and they have like a gas grill, you know, just like a normal gas grill. Mm-hmm. And he does it low and slow. He puts like a little bit of seasoning on it, and he checks the temp pretty often. Did he have it on like a board or anything or? He has it on like a sheet. Yeah, okay. like a sheet pan or something. Sure. Um, and he puts it on there and he buys a big slab of it. Yeah. So he's not doing like individual fillets. He's no. doing a big slab of salmon and then he just set it down and everyone just dished out of it family style. We literally yes. took a spoon and just like scooped the salmon out. And I thought that was such a great way to do it. Isn't it? I love that idea. If you buy like a huge side and you basically like just cook the whole thing. And I love doing it outside on the grill. That sounds really smart, especially mm-hmm. if you have like a cedar plank and you soak it, you know, first you soak the cedar plank and then you put that salmon on that and then yeah. you put that on the grill. Delicious. And then having that be sort of like, that's the protein. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's, I think that that's such a Oh, God, I love that idea of just taking your spoon to it. So that's what he did. I know, and I thought it was so smart. Yeah. And then everyone just scooped it out. And then I made a chicken, um, the spatchcock chicken, the aforementioned spatchcock chicken. And then um, everyone just grabbed a piece of chicken. And I actually really am, have gotten good at, like, carving up a chicken into pieces. Have you really? And I feel very pleased <laughs> with myself after it's cooked. <laughs> And then I like presented everyone yeah. with, you know, everyone could just pick what kind they liked. Um, the other thing that I did for a, with a pasta that I, I seared scallops okay. last week. And it was just a reminder that scallops are so easy Again. and so delicious. Right. Shockingly delicious. And it's very, very easy to make them. It is so easy. Why don't we eat more scallops? I don't know. And I, you know, you can get them from um, Coastal Seafoods is a great source. The, the ones that I had happened to be from Costco. They were wild caught scallops from Costco. We yeah. had them in a big bag. I pulled a bunch of them out and then just let them thaw in the refrigerator for like a day and a half. Um, and then I dried them off really well. I did a combo of a little bit of olive oil and uh, ghee mm-hmm. in a pan. And then I salted and peppered the scallops right before I put them in and then just let them sit in that medium high heat for like three to four minutes. And don't touch them. Don't touch them. 
And then they'll release and they'll get like, you'll see that kind of brown crust around the bottom edge and then flip them and then only do them for like a minute on the second side. Right. No, you just need that top crust to be the most beautiful. And then pull them off and you, you know, I, I topped a pasta with them, but just having them on their own with just a really light salad, that's a nice, easy thing too, that doesn't heat up the kitchen. Yep. It, you will have your pan on for like seven minutes. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. And it's, you know, and you don't have to get it to like a super high smoke point either. You no. know what I mean? Because they're so, they're so easy to cook. And I was gals. just, I was eating them and I'm like, these are so delicious. Why is it? I know. Why don't we, I know I have the same thing when I do clams, whenever I like mussels, which are also, by the way, you just basically, you not, you know, you make sure that they're all closed. You knock them on the counter and make sure that they close. And then you put them in a pan with a little bit of butter and some white wine and garlic. And you put a lid on it. And you do that for like three minutes and you're done. You're done. And then you have a big crusty loaf of bread and you sit over the stove and you eat your clams out of the pan mm-hmm. and you dip your bread. And it's like, that's an, that can be, I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm never full. And I'm like, well, have a side of pasta then. Or do something, <laughs> you know, for God's sakes. But, or dump all that mess on top of a pasta. That's... But it's just three minutes. You know what I mean? It's- I love that if you're not full. I mean, have a side of pasta then. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I can't fix you. But I got to tell you that. I, let's shout out Coastal for real, though. Because, again, we're talking about, you know, Lowry Hill and everybody else. They are also people who will talk to you yeah. about what it is that you're cooking. What are you buying it for? How can you cook it? They're totally open for that kind of stuff. And I love that about them. It, it really is. A, it's a great spot. They also have this frozen frozen coconut shrimp that my neighbors always have. Oh, yeah. And then they pop those on a pan in the in the grill, too. Yeah. You could do it on the oven. And then they mix up like a little, just like a little bit of marmalade to, to dip it in. There's oh. some sort of little sauce. And we eat those. All, that's like their go-to. And they always have it in the freezer so that it's ready to go whenever they just want something for a little appetizer. That's so smart. It's so smart. That's so smart. I know most seafood, you guys, I mean, like, that's the thing that you should have in your freezer. It's just like, because there'll be days where you're like, wow, I don't have a protein. And seafood just is frozen and comes out of it so nicely. And I know. it's just so easy. And it's frozen on the boat. Yeah, it's on of, the boat know. anyway, so it's the most fresh. So when you buy it fresh from the store, it's already been frozen. Right, so you might as well just buy it frozen. Just buy it frozen. Buy I frozen. just thought when you need it. I know. I gotta make right, some guys. scallops. Is it weird to eat scallops at ten forty five in the morning? I don't know, but this is what this show does. This is the show that makes you hungry for the most random things in, in the morning, and that's how that works. So true. That's what we do. Um, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We're gonna just talk about what's going on around town and the locals that we love. We'll be right back. Hey everybody! Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese. I have been all morning. It's been a great time, Steph, it's and it's been... already coming to a close. Isn't that crazy? It goes fast. It's very crazy, but it's also great is that we are uh, going to hang next week. Yeah, we are. I'm going to be back on Saturday. I know. So we are, have to queue up a bunch of more fun stuff. To It'll talk be about. good. We'll have all sorts of good stuff. It's just going to be like this this summer. You know, this is where you start to panic. Do you ever have the panic of like? Oh gosh, it's already going too fast. I know. Right? I'm not going to be able to get everything in. I know. After this weekend, we're halfway done with June. That's... I can't stop, please. I know. That's and I feel like goes. we just, like most kids just finished school. So they're just sort of like, okay, now we're rolling into actual summer. But... My kindergartner isn't even out yet. Oh, she's not? No, her last day's Wednesday. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. All right. That's the way that goes. I guess. I guess. I know. And St. Paul, I mean, I get it with the heat wave and everything else, but it was kind of funny. St. Paul schools just throwing their hands up being like, all right, we're done. We're done. We're, we're just done. I know. We're just done. Yeah. There was some, <laughs> there was some back and forth on our school's Facebook page. Some parents saying, 
our school should do the same. And then others going, are you nuts? Are you you know, nuts? this is the story of the year, right? right? Half the people say we should do this. And the other people say, are you nuts? That's pretty much, that's pretty much the story of 2020. <laughs> there you go. And half of 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And that's the, that's the idea that, you know, what is coming this year that is back, you know, things like festivals, my God. So excited to hear, besides the State Fair, that, you know, Hanson's been working on. I've had, like, you know, the inside track on what the Stone Arch Festival is going to look like. Yeah. But it's, you know, for a lot of these artists, it really is the first time, the first public festival that they get to come back to. I know. Our reporter, Kristen, um, on Twin Cities Live, was out at the Father Hennepin Festival in Champlin on Friday. And it was just odd to be able to say... She's at a festival. Right. And it's going on. And and to have her interviewing someone saying, come on out. Yeah. I know. There's still this thing of like, you. there's still a little, I mean, and I'm pretty much pro go forward and get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, there is something, there's still a little bit in the back of my mind that goes, um, you know, like, is it okay? Like, can we, are we sure? <laughs> you want us there? I kind of feel like I'm still out? waiting for someone to tell me I can't. I know. I know. I, I do. I, it was funny. I did walk into a building I've gotten way past, I mean, like, I've just forgotten everything, and now I've, like, I'm walking into a building, and I just see a mask sign saying, can you please wear a mask in the lobby area, and I was like, oh my god, I don't even have one on me. Yeah. Like, like I'm at that point now where I, like, I had to go all the way back to my car and try to dig one out of the, you know, the glove compartment. It's a little bit of a tale of two cities, because if you, I mean, we live in the city, so there's still a lot of places. Yeah. That I mean, and, and Minneapolis and St. Paul didn't lift their mask mandates until just recently. Right, but, right. Uh, you know, people in the suburbs and then in way out are yeah. like, well, what mask? What mask? Yeah. They don't, We've been yeah. wearing one forever. No, they haven't. They have not done it. Yeah. But that is, you know, so and that's what I, I mean. But And the, again, I champion the fact that the vaccines are the reason that we get to have these things and that the infection rates are so, so low and that the numbers are, you know, like a- April of 2020. You know what I mean? Before it really even caught hold here. So I'm really grateful for that. The Beer Dabbler, by the way, is so grateful that they are giving away a lifetime beer festival ticket. Fun. Do you see this? For someone, anyone who's been vaccinated before July 1st, that is, you can enter to win a bottomless, it's a it's it's a lifetime Beer Dabbler ticket. I used to love the Beer Dabbler. I, I mean, know. I would still go now. It's just I have so many children, but pre-kids, <laughs> I would go to every single one. Right. Think about that. How fun it used to be. Remember just like walking around these big fields and sampling? The winter ones are the best. I know. And this would get you an entry ticket and, and all the beer you want from the winter beer dabbler. If Delicious. you just have to, all you have to do is you need a proof of vaccination and a government ID and you enter to win. Look at that. I know. And it's just before July 1st. They're just saying, go get vaxxed. If you are vaxxed, then you're awesome. And you can also win. So the funny thing about the winter beer dabbler is that your beer, like you end up with such a small cup because I know the beer freezes all around the edge. I know. And it ends up getting smaller and smaller and smaller (laughs) and smaller. I kind of love that idea. Um, I wanted to tell you that uh, Urban Forge Winery has sparkling lemonade on tap for a dollar this weekend. And I know you've been there. Yes. And you've had like mixed reviews, which is okay, because I think that that's about them. They're kind of experimental with some of their wines. Yeah, the Dandelion wine was um, not for me. Not for you. But there were some other things that were good there. Like I had a mead, I think, that I liked there. Yes, their ciders are very good. I kind of love them. But they've got sparkling lemonade for a dollar on tap. That's fun. Did you hear Twin Cities Live? We have a... Um, an official beer no. and a seltzer. We partnered up with Invictus Brewing out of Blaine. Oh, you did! And we have um, our seltzer is a blueberry lemonade seltzer. Oh, yes. Because our colors are blue and yellow. Yes. And it's so good, Steph. It's well, really, really good. And it's called Suns Out, Funs Out, which is our mantra for the summer on the show. <laughs> 
And then our um, the beer is like this hoppy, yummy, hazy business. Yes. And it's called It's 3 O'Clock Somewhere. Oh, my God. Because the show's on at 3. So go. I, I would really love for you to try it. i got to get you hooked up with where, some. Where can you get them at? So you can get them um, at Invictus on tap. And then all sorts of different local liquor stores have them. So okay. if you go to TwinCitiesLive.com, we've got a whole bunch of stuff about it. And there's a link. They keep adding more liquor stores because it's really. Because it's popular. It's getting really popular. And so you can go there and um, you'll be able to see where they, we have like a list that they're constant. I keep seeing emails going through that they're constantly updating it. So. Oh, my God. OK, this is good intel. It's really good. And it's just fun. And then a portion of the proceeds are going to some different um, ways that uh, different organizations that are assisting with hunger, particularly in Anoka. There's two that are one is Southern Anoka County. One is Northern Anoka County. So, there's you know, there's a nice give back element, too. Oh, my gosh. I really like this. This is very cool. I'm excited. So I am doing a little bit of a seltzer roundup right now. I mean, oh. I'm just sort of like, I'm just sort of, I've done one before, you know, just in the very beginning when it was the first hot trend, but it's kind of like, okay, well now that, you know, now that people have grown and, and learned a little bit, like, where are we now? Yes. You know? And it's seltzer's, getting so much better. Yes. And seltzer, you know, like the sales of seltzer grew over the pandemic while as craft beer kind of took a little bit of a hit. But the seltzer thing is like, I don't, you know, it's like, I, I don't, the hard seltzers for me are, I, I haven't really found one that, because I'm not so sweet and most of them are berry based, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. This one's really tart and nice. The bow, have you tried any of the Bauhaus? Yeah. The Bolo, what they call Bolo. Yeah, I love those. Those are fantastic. Also, I will say I do like the Fulton seltzers. Those are pretty good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I just got a sample of the Grey Duck one, so I'm excited to try those. Okay. I haven't had that yet either. Um, but I definitely, I'm a, definitely a fan of the, of the Bauhaus yeah. Bolos. Yeah, those because, and you get those in a case, and those are just right on. And they have sour ones. Yeah, because that's the thing is like we're not all. I don't want like I've like I, you know I've tried this the truly ones you know that's a national yeah or brand. the one that rhymes with light saw yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am not interested in that. I don't one. even want to put that on the air, right? Those I can't. Are, they taste like the chemical sweetener. Yeah. That's my problem, and they make me feel bad. And they do. And yeah, it's not you don't catch a great buzz from that. No, that's like the a other weird, thing. It's a weird drinking I'd rather experience. just have my tequila neat. Thank you very much. Or with like one cube. Yeah, I drank a few of those at a cabin a few summers ago. And then yeah. I had a revelation at like halfway through the cabin trip. And I was like, I'm done with these. Yes. And then you throw them. <laughs> and I'm, I am officially done with over, these. Over. Over it. Yeah. So you got to choose. But I, what I love is it's sort of like the Celts, the, the cider evolution, you know, where we had like those big national brands producing something that was really one note and super sweet. Yeah. And then when the local guys got into the game and we started just getting this diversity of wonderful ciders, it yeah. totally changed everything. And that's exactly what's happening with seltzers. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That's so smart. Yeah, no, I'm here. So I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to go stop at my little local liquor store and pick up some this afternoon for the, uh, for the grad party, because you've got to have one. You got to have some. an exciting day and you get to celebrate, Jake. I'm so happy for you. And I'm not saying that high schoolers are going to grab those seltzers. I hope they don't. But if they do, I'm not going to be the police. I'll just say that. (laughs) Uh, You know what? The, I wanted to make sure that you guys know that Rustica uh, Bakery is doing a summer celebration this weekend today, both Minneapolis and Southdale. You can pick your, can vote for your favorite summer scone. Yum. And I don't know why you wouldn't. So. I know. I like all the scones. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, Elizabeth, Thanks, for joining Jeff. us. Next week. Next week. Let's tee it up. Let's have another good chat, and mm-hmm. we'll just take you guys all in.